Welcome to the Leadership in Yoga podcast hosted by me, Shauna Kruger. And on this podcast, I'll be bringing you interviews with exceptional leaders in the yoga world alongside trainings and tips so you can experience true breakthroughs and help others do the same. Hey, welcome back into episode two of Leadership in Yoga. And today we're going to talk about abundance. Specifically, are you leading with abundance mindset? And I want to talk to you about abundance mindset today because whether you are a yoga teacher or a leader in some other area of life or maybe you're just someone who's dipping their toes into yoga and asking, okay, what is this yoga thing that everyone's been talking about? I'm curious. I want to see what it's all about. Um, If you fall into any of those categories, abundance mindset is extremely, extremely important. I mean, literally, if I had a penny, just a penny, For every time I've heard a fellow yoga instructor say, it's so hard to make a living teaching yoga. Be careful. I don't know if I'd choose it or they they blame their lack of success on someone or something else or belittle themselves and say something like, I'm just a yoga teacher, so what can I really expect? Um, I would be a literal millionaire. Okay, maybe I wouldn't be a millionaire, but I would be racking in the cash and I'm being serious. I've been intentionally discouraged from pursuing my path by other teachers and leaders in real life and and online too. And whether that is out of true empathy or scarcity mindset, either way, it's damaging. It's like a, a fungus that spreads negativity and keeps people trapped in the same cycle of self pity and it it fosters competition where quite honestly we should be lifting each other up to amplify our impact. That's the goal. And it happens all the time in companies as well. So if you are on the corporate side as well, you're probably saying, oh yeah, 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 I've experienced that before. Well, the yoga world is not exempt. And actually, ironically, I'd say that I've dealt with a whole lot more scarcity mindset in terms of words and and actions that are like directed at me than I ever did while working in a, a corporate job or at any law firm. But we'll get into all of that. But if um, abundance talk isn't normally your thing, please don't get scared off because today we're going to be discussing how you can see the impact of abundance versus scarcity mindset today in everything that you're doing. So this is not just a discussion about some faraway future goal manifesting and bringing you more joy and richness than your heart can even imagine. Okay, although I do want that for you too, I promise, but I'm not here to talk about that specifically. I'm more here to bridge the gap for you if you're feeling a little bit skeptical on the importance of abundance mindset. If you are someone on the other side of things that feels like you generally have a pretty solid understanding in your ability to have abundance mindset, try to look at your actions and beliefs as closely as you can today. Use this episode to go looking for trouble and to grow. You know, you can pat yourself on the back too, but challenge yourself. Look closer when you hear your mind say, oh, we do that or that doesn't apply to us. That's your key. That's your key that you should do a little bit of investigating there. All right. So before we jump in, first, we have a word from our sponsor, shawnacrew.com. Yes, yes, that's my business. If you are listening and and showing up to do this work, I firmly believe that you also mean business when it comes to leveling up and creating sustainable momentum in your life. 
I know that you understand ripple effects and you understand the value that you're able to add to the world when you show up as the highest version of yourself. So I want to offer you something. (laughs) I want to offer you a one-on-one deep dive into yoga, meditation, breath work, transformative journaling, other tools that you can all apply to your career and leadership style. And if any of that rings a little bell for you, check out my signature self-leadership in yoga or um, my other one as well as service leadership in yoga. They're both one-on-one coaching programs. And these programs are essentially your blueprints for implementing yoga and meditation in your personal life and in the professional world at the same time. The first step that we will do, if this sounds of interest to you, is hop on a vision development call And whether we ever end up working together or not, I will essentially guide you to define what it is that you're looking to experience within yoga and meditation, and then send you off with a few action steps that will get you started. And honestly, really, like if you are only going to do one thing this year for personal development, this would be a great one because it would give you an immense amount of clarity. Okay. So before we dive on into abundance, I have a super important question I'm going to ask you. So I want to get a centered. We're going to do a quick little centering exercise before we get started. Take your hands out in front of you and create fists. So clench up your hands as tightly as you can. And symbolically here, imagine all of the things that you're holding on to and carrying around with you. So if you've ever felt like your brain is running a thousand miles per minute or whatever the saying is, (laughs) you feel like your thoughts are racing, something of that nature. Maybe you're thinking about other things as you're trying to do this podcast and level up. There's other stuff that is kind of in the background for you. So look at your hands and imagine all of those things that you're holding onto. As you take your next inhale, breathe in through your nose slowly. Exhale, open mouth, open your hands set something down we'll do that twice more inhale smoothly through your nose exhale set something down inhale clench your fists fill up with air and exhale sigh it out release the tension in your hands and you can go ahead allow your hands to fall back down to wherever they were beforehand and the question i want to ask you and have you think about right now is if you had unshakable confidence and abundance what would you be doing right now what would you be working on where would you be at how would you be Think about that for a moment. And when I say unshakable confidence in abundance, what I mean is an immense and limitless trust in yourself, in your ability to to navigate and, and get the resources that you require. And I love this question because it gives you an idea right away of how much you are currently able to live in a state of abundance. And that's really what abundance is. It's not purely material wealth. You can actually have a lot of money and still be in a scarcity mindset and that's really scary that's really scary because it's not just numbers on a page so it never can really technically be solved by just having a lot of money 
And also, I mean, you can be broke as hell and still be abundant. That's that's another possibility. So abundance comes from this perspective of there's more where that came from. There's more where that came from. There's more where that came from. It, um, it comes from this trusting in yourself and believing in yourself so much that you don't need to spend your life on the defensive. You don't need to spend all of your energy preparing for the worst case scenario and worrying that some other leader or person is going to come in and steal all of your glory or however that fear might show up for you in life. This, this applies to all areas of your life. So think about this for a moment and honestly consider this next little scenario, thought, experiment. Imagine that you're introduced to a new friend of a friend and she's one of those people who just shines. She's bright, beautiful, successful. She even speaks like Socrates. I mean, what more can you ask for? She can do all those challenge poses you've been working on. She's obviously qualified for the job that you've had your eye on. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. She's qualified for it. So three questions here. How are you feeling about this? Option A, are you feeling threatened? I mean, you've worked so hard. She should do her time. New girls don't just get to walk in here and get whatever they want. She's probably just lucky and privileged. Plus, she's not even that good. I have more experience than her, and I do things the right way. Option B, do you try to ignore the pangs of jealousy you feel when you're around her, but you feel deeply guilty for this kind of growing distaste that you have for her, and, and she makes you doubt yourself. So what can you do? I mean, she's bringing up feelings for you of I wish and only if, and she really might just make you feel kind of unworthy in comparison. Or option C, do you feel blessed that your path has crossed with a person who so fully embodies all that you want to be? And maybe you even take this as a signal that you too are on the right track. You acknowledge her success with awe and you're not even too proud to tell her so. You notice that it actually seems like you two have so much in common that maybe you could support each other in future endeavors. You know, you have skills that make you unique and she obviously has a lot to bring to the table that could also amplify your impact. Take a moment, <laughs> think about it. And I know that's not always fun, um, but we're all human. So we're all gonna have a mixture of these reactions at some point in your life. And what we wanna focus on here is what actually happens when you just become aware of the default reaction? Well, what happens is that you're then able to start replacing it. And I'd argue that everyone around you, every single person you cross paths with or have in your close circle, they're all some form of a representation of who you are being in this life. So celebrate successes. If you admire someone, celebrate it. I mean, that means that you are on a powerful path yourself and even more so if you are able to celebrate it. And the minute that you can start living like that, I promise you're going to feel so much more connected to all of those around you. And that right there, that is where true abundance comes in. So in summary, people around you doing well is a good sign. It's not supposed to be taken as a sign of 
that you're not being a good enough or you're not good enough and I swear that if you change just that one attitude after listening to this podcast and you just take one thing away from it and it's this you're going to notice so many other changes in your life okay so moving on from how you interact with others and thinking now about how you interact with yourself what are the common narratives that you tell yourself about abundance about money about success think about that for a moment what are the narratives that run through your mind and don't feel bad about it or start you know picking yourself apart if you have some that you realize are probably more on the scarcity side you know we're just usually repeating what we've heard our parents and teachers and close circles say about abundance i too am not at all exempt from this i held and and still do hold in some cases a number of scarcity affirmations that that ran through my mind pretty much unconsciously like um, things like if I'm not a professional I won't have a stable income or I am too smart to work in wellness or fitness and that's an embarrassing career and people won't take me seriously or all rich people are greedy money is inherently bad and those things came from everywhere they came from what I studied in college Um, They came from just growing up and what I've heard from friends and it's just kind of stuff that gets programmed into your mind without you even really consciously giving it permission to be there. So make a list of all those thoughts and challenge them. I want you to ask why. Is money evil, for example, to use money as an example? Or, you know, is money just allowing people to have access to power and display behaviors that they might not otherwise be able to? Do I need money in order to complete my mission here on earth and impact people? Yes. Yes, I do. So rewrite those affirmations or rewrite those statements as affirmations, rather. You can really use this to create some new targeted, powerful affirmations And one that's worked for me recently is wellness is the true wealth. Work and wellness brings wealth. You know the power of your mind, okay? So don't sit there and fixate on things like, I don't make enough and I never will. And and don't allow the victim mindset to take autopilot. Your autopilot is extremely powerful. I mean, have you ever been driving home and then you kind of zone out, space out, and then you suddenly realize you're home or almost home. (laughs) You're not even sure if you're conscious of how you got there. I'm not, not sure that I would recommend that, but that's an example, okay? Don't repeat the same thing over and over, like obsessing over the things that you don't have and aren't, because it becomes this weird kind of vigilant habit where you actually expect nothing to change. And guess what? If you're expecting it's not going to change, it's not going to change. So what you need to do is you need to refocus. You need to allow space and time, even if it feels unnatural at first. Difficulty in the beginning is okay. I'll repeat that over and over. You always hear me say that. Um, Another thing that you probably want to consider too is if you're being stingy. Are you being stingy with money and knowledge or time? Do you try to pay less than your share and hope other people don't notice? Are you afraid of sharing your wisdom for fear that someone is going to steal it? They're going to steal it and use it and you're going to get nothing. You're going to get no credit. Do you avoid spending time with people unless they're doing something for you or 
bettering your career or giving you connections or just giving you something in general? (laughs) That's the answer. Incorrect, by the way, if you answered yes to any of those. And we've all been there. We've all been there. But those are massive red flags and blockades on your path to abundance, each and every one of them. And they must be stopped at all costs. So try to catch yourself tomorrow if you find yourself doing any of those things. And as leaders, I think it's a lot of times really easy for us to assume that we have the right to be stingy with our time and money and other people don't deserve it because they haven't worked as hard as us or whatever the excuse is, but that's not the point. Have you ever noticed that it takes money to make money? that you have to show up and give for people to truly trust and value you, that you have to go out on a limb and take risks for reward. This is that kind of universe. It's not a pile all the Legos into your corner and fight off other kids from taking them for you so that they can't build stuff and they just have to watch you sit and pile all the Legos. Um, (laughs) That's kind of a weird example. It's just what came to mind. But that kind of behavior just makes people go after you all the more and that in turn creates negative energy being targeted against you so not only do you have this kind of negative scarcity cloud within you you're also attracting that from the outside as well and that's like a double whammy so we don't want a double whammy unless it's a double whammy of abundance and honestly i'm always reminded of something that one of my mentors once told me as a piece of advice and he said just add as much value as you can and see what happens from there and the truth of it is and what i've found and discovered and other people have also found and discovered long before i have when you fill yourself up and you fill others up without demanding something in return in that moment you will not be left empty-handed I swear to you, when you give to another person unconditionally, you actually stimulate the secretion of serotonin. And not only does that make you feel happy, but it also induces this deep sense of of a state of being in like harmony with the entire universe. So let that sink in for a moment. Really let that sink in. And regardless of how much you're open and willing to to hear that and to let that sink in, of course, there's still going to be some fear in giving and letting go of stinginess because we feel like our stinginess is keeping us safe. It's protecting us. And when you feel that fear of, of letting go of your stinginess, remember that fixation on money and time is actually a relatively recent human development. Because before that... For thousands and thousands of years, it was food and survival. I mean, literally survival, not just like how we talk about survival state today. So thank your body and your ancestors for the fear that they have instilled within your DNA that's allowed them to survive and for you to be here living in this moment, but then gently dismiss the urge to continue to live in that survival mode, you know? encourage yourself to essentially evolve because when you're not in survival mode you're going to have way more fun (laughs) yes which which brings me to my last question for you and that is how often do you allow yourself to just let go and have fun do you always have to be working 
or always make the rational choice? Is it hard to be in the moment and do things just for fun? Because if so, that is actually scarcity mindset. I know it's sneaky. It sneaks in there when you're not even suspecting it, but it makes you feel like you're going to miss out on something or you're not going to be good enough if you take a break. It tells you that that if um, you know you do this, you're going to miss an opportunity or some other crazy story about why you need to be serious. But the only way that you miss opportunities is by being so freaking wrapped up in your mind and focused on forcing something to happen that you actually miss what's right in front of your face. So think about it. Do most things happen in your life because they're planned? Or is there some sort of like chance encounter involved? Did you really choose your friends or did they just happen to move near you or study the same thing as you? You never know on any given day who you're going to meet. So take the vacation, go out to eat, go drink an orange juice and sit in the park. <laughs> Maybe be careful with the orange juice in the park one. I actually um, I met my husband while I was in Ecuador. And at the time he was working at a juice stand and waiting to find work as an engineer. And essentially he was fleeing his home country, Venezuela, and I was just there studying Spanish but somehow we met in the middle and I walked up and I ordered this orange juice and let me tell you neither one of our lives has ever ever been the same since that moment so anyways this is all just to say trust in the flow of things okay commit fully to living with an abundance mindset even in the face of extreme odds trust trust yourself You got this far, and that's really far if you actually stop to think about it. So just to summarize, you know, beyond trusting yourself, acknowledge that seeing others shine and be successful around you is actually a great sign. Soak it in. Feel gratitude. Celebrate them. It's not you versus them, remember. And remember, too, that there's there's more where that came from. It's not scarce. So replace those no-good thoughts about scarcity that run on autopilot because you know that they're just there because that's how the world has programmed you. You haven't chosen them. So choose the more powerful affirmations instead. And don't be stingy with knowledge or connections, time or money. Don't avoid risks. Look for the lesson in everything. And that way there's really not going to be any any true loss. You should be literally able to stare at a white wall for an hour and even gain something from that experience and a white wall is a very very low standard so just imagine even when you feel like your time is being wasted if you get really present there's probably something that you're missing that you could be learning there and finally let go be crazy have fun have the fun (laughs) embody the abundance mindset now how you're able to do so even if that's just like taking yourself out on a walk and listening to music that makes you feel like you're on top of the world because you deserve to feel that way you deserve to feel like you're on top of the world and yeah that's all i've got for you so i hope that tomorrow as you lead yourself through your day that your internal reality shifts ever so slightly and before you know it you're going to be seeing those shifts in your external world as well. All the love and all the power. Until next time, ciao, ciao.